Welcome back to the Metal Podcast, episode 48. This is Wolfman Dave. We're going to be talking black metal and drinking some beers, and today we'll have special guest Fabian. Thanks, and enjoy. Dave here, got Fabian. What's up? How's it going, man? It's been a minute. It's been quite some time. It's been a long time, man. <laughs> Too long. <laughs> yeah, oddly enough, I kind of feel like this uh, quarantine is getting people closer. As yeah, as weird as that sounds, you know. So I mean, at least we know we can do this, right? We can Skype and and have some beers. Have some beers and be at a safe distance, and we're not, you know. Yeah, for the uh, time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny is like areas and shit. So. I it's funny too because like I actually told my folks I'm like you know what, when all this shit is done and over with, we're gonna have a big ass cookout, and we're gonna invite the whole the entire fucking family, dude. Hell yeah. And uh, and I said we're just gonna have, because it's man I've been aching for to grill dude because i see all these my neighbors and you can smell it right now someone outside was cooking you know and it smelled amazing so i was just like fuck i need that you know yeah that's how i've been too like um usually there's not a whole lot of people like outside where i live since i live outside of the city right um every now and then like usually saturday sunday i'll just go out there you know, throw some some meat on the grill, some hot dogs on the grill, bratwurst, yeah. whatever, and just keep to myself. Come back inside and just hang out with the family, basically. So. Yeah. Yeah. At least I mean, and it's it is peaceful. After a while, it's like I did start getting cabin fever. You know, I wanted to get out, but yeah. I mean, even simple trips to like Walmart is it was enough to just, okay, I'm at peace. Uh, I got to stretch my legs a little bit, walk around for a bit, and I feel better. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, at least at least we're keeping safe. So. Yeah, definitely. Usually, they, I, I've gone to Walmart a few times, and it's for, like, the bare essentials, like, right. you know, for diapers for the baby, or, you know, just stuff like that. So. Yep. Uh, not uh, not all the uh, the panic buying and none of that bullshit. Yeah, I've same here. I just go for the food mostly. So, yeah. been doing pretty good on that. So, let's kickstart this. What have you been listening to lately? Lately, um, still, I mean, I'm always, always, always on a power metal fix. So, I'm Hell always yeah. throwing around. You know, bands like Heavenly, uh, Camelot, stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, constantly jamming those. <clears throat> and uh, a, lot, a lot of black metal, too. A lot of the old classics. Yeah. And uh, just kind of discovering newer newer bands, too. So, yeah. 
pretty much that's a, that's about it. Um, I encountered a few few new favorites. So okay, as far as like you know, just discovering music. Yeah. So really, really quick, I wanted to say for anybody listening in uh, is that we're actually if they didn't get the impression or they don't didn't know we're recording via Skype. So if it sounds kind of glitchy every once in a while, that's just the nature of the beast, man. That's just how it is, you know. Yeah, so, it's gonna be a little bit awkward. <laughs> Obviously, like it's gonna it's gonna clip it in and out. The the program's gonna decide what yeah. it wants to listen to first. That's what it seems like. Yeah. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll kind of slow things down so that way people can get the the whole conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so you know what I've been listening to lately that kind of surprised me a little bit was the new Pearl Jam album yeah. uh, Gigaton I think and it looks like a heavy metal album dude you look at the cover um, really? yeah it looks like a freaking uh, it's just like these ice I don't know what you'd call it like an iceberg um, like a glacier yeah, that's exactly what it is. And check it out. Let's see if I could show you the camera. Oh, okay. It's like, and then even the name looks different. It's like a freaking, uh, like, if it's live or dead, like a, uh, you know, like a flatline. When it's flatline, it's dead. This is like, it's got all these mountains and stuff on it. So it's like, I'm trying, I'm guessing if these guys are alive still, <laughs> making albums, you know. Um, <laughs> But it's, yeah, it was actually surprisingly a pretty good album because it doesn't sound like Pearl Jam. So that one kind of made its way. Uh, I dug that one. I've been listening to um, a lot of um, post-rock, okay. post-metal, God is an Astronaut. Nice. Endless, yeah, there's... It's a little too <laughs> relaxing. You can't do it while you're driving. Like, you'll just zone out, you know? <laughs> it's one of those uh, couch beer type of albums. Yeah. I, yeah. It's, you know what it is to me? It's like whiskey soaked. You know what I mean? <laughs> you gotta, you really have to, like, feel it. And you feel it the most with whiskey and just, like, uh, bourbon or whatever, you know? Yeah. So, so tell everybody what you're drinking. What do you got? You got a uh, this cool bourbon? Is that what it is, or whiskey? Yeah, it's uh, Kentucky Straight Bourbon, uh, Buffalo Trace. Um, uh, yeah, I'm jealous, man. Been, been pretty popular with the with the Rogan crowd. I, I'm a huge Rogan fan. I know you are yeah. as well. Yeah, maybe. And uh, you know the the way they described it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always wanted to try it. I went out, out, grabbed myself the biggest bottle, and and here I am, nipping on it, and it's, it's delicious. It's, uh, it's good, you said it was like uh, like thirty five bucks, something like that. Yeah, it was like thirty five bucks, so not too that's, bad at all. Dude, that's and super it's a, affordable. And it's a big size bottle. It's pretty good. I used to buy Jameson, and that'd be like fifty five bucks, dude. Jeez. So, so I'm gonna start looking for that one, Buffalo Trace. Yeah, that, it's, oh, yeah. it's uh, smooth, no? Very smooth. Like, there's, I'll, I'll sip on it right now. I mean, it's yeah. Damn. 
Yeah. Very smooth and and it's got like a, a like a tiny bit of sweetness to it too. So. Right. Really good. Really good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, then also, do you know, do you remember Witchery? That band, Witchery? Witchery, yeah. Yeah, those those guys, they re-released a lot of different albums on, uh, on Apple Music, so I've been listening to them a lot lately, too. I haven't listened to them, and it's been at least since high school. Yeah, dude, it's it's straight up uh, like black and thrash. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just a lot of fun. It's just a lot of fun, dude. It's they're they're awesome. So they those are the ones that I've been listening to lately the most. And then, um, did you check out? You're not. Are you a fan of Behemoth or Nergal? Um. Yeah, I mean, I'll check them out every now and then. Like, like the newer stuff, I'm I'm a fan of the older stuff. Yeah. Um, the newer stuff, I'll check it out every now and then, uh, just just to kind of familiarize myself with. And right. I know he has like a, I guess, kind of like a bluegrass type of project, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So that's what I, I was um, checked out. Uh, new man, new songs, and same same shit. That's what it's called. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> It's called. He's the project is called Me and That Man. Yeah, and, yeah. And he's got a lot of yeah. And I, I think it's pretty cool because he's like he's like you could tell he's directly influenced by like Johnny Cash because he's like all in black, and yeah. it's pretty it's pretty fucking cool, man. Um, it's a really good listen to instead of your if you just want to uh, uh, on your day off of heavy metal and you want a little bit different. This is a good album to listen to. Uh, yeah. Because I know you were all about uh, David Vincent and his country, you know. Uh, yeah, for, I like for, that. formerly of uh, Orbit Angel. Orbit Angel, yeah. He has uh, he has a bit of that outlaw country type of stuff. Um, very like deep, meaty voice. <laughs> it's it's yeah. really good. It, I like that stuff. So, does he have a name, or is it just his name? I I think it's is david vincent if i'm not mistaken that's pretty cool man and he also has uh, a new like this super brutal band too called uh ultimas except with with a v like the v instead of a u ultimas yeah. and that is just like repentless like, <laughs> death metal it's it's great that's cool i have to check that out. i have not even haven't heard them yet so Every once in a while, we get some uh, uh, mail. So we're going to do mail call today. Nice, nice. Now, last time we did this one that was an interesting uh, question, so I'm going to bring it up again so I can kind of get your opinion on it because I think it's important. Uh, it's an important issue, I think, uh, although it doesn't come up very often. So question number one was, and again, I'm going to just keep everyone anonymous. I don't like to kind of... Uh, name names so it says uh how do you deal with bullies in heavy metal and i guess what at a concert uh out in public you know i don't know but um you know how, how would you have you seen that you know how would you deal with it or how did you deal with it if you saw it or you know what can people do 
Yeah, and I'm guessing a lot of these people are, you know, probably coming from teenagers, you know, because they're going to shows and there's a lot of assholes out there, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, when it comes to, I guess, like, face-to-face, like, altercation and stuff like that, uh, like, let's say you go to a show and you run into some asshole or you accidentally bump into him, accidentally spill his drink on him, um, it, it, it can be a little tricky. You don't know who he's there with as well. Um, you don't know if, if all his other friends are going to be the same way. Uh, you know, they, they, they might threaten to, to cause you some harm and stuff like that. Um, so that's, that's going to be a bit of a tricky one. Uh, so I would definitely suggest um, not going to shows alone. That that would be uh, definitely one one key step there. Uh, also, from what I've experienced uh, at a show is even let's say even if you do go by yourself or with just one other friend or whatever. Yeah. Uh, if other people are there to witness it, they're not going to talk and they'll actually stand up for you. That's what I love about the metal community is, you know, we, we may be strangers to, to one another, but we always defend each other. Right. And And we, I mean, because overall we have the same idea as like, we want to have a great time. We want to enjoy the metal show. And, you know, I agree though, what you said, it's usually people help each other out. That's what I've seen too. And like um, one other thing is, uh, you know, it's it's definitely not tolerated. Um, mm-hmm. I would say ninety nine percent of uh, the metal crowd. It's like it's one thing that we we go to shows to have fun to watch the bands. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll have a beer. Uh, we'll make new friends and stuff like that. And right. that's the last that's the last thing you want to deal with when you go to the show is like dealing with some some asshole that's uh, out there with something to prove. You know, we're not, yeah, exactly. you know, we're not there for any of that. So, yeah. And especially because some people go to shows to let energy out and, and kind of de-stress. They don't need that shit. You know what I mean? When they're at a show. So that's a, so that's true. Yeah. So well said, sir. So (laughs) we have a second question here. And I think this is a little bit more uh, personal, I guess. And, but uh, is there an album that's always there for you? Yeah, I mean, that's a tough one. Uh, definitely very personal, but uh, I would think it's it would be pretty hard to narrow it down, really, just because there's so many great albums out there, obviously. Right. Um, yeah, there's, I mean, it, it, it depends on how you look at it, what aspect you're, you're approaching it. For me, personally, I would have to say uh, an album that's always been there for me whenever, um, let's say, I'm going through a hard time or I'm, you know, feeling kind of lonely, like I'm by myself or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I always put on is uh, Sonata Artica, Winter Hearts Guild. Oh, it's an excellent album, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, to yeah. me, that album takes me back to... Uh, it, it takes me back to a much simpler time. I have a lot of great memories with it. Yeah. Um, it, it's a, and it's just an incredible band, incredible album. Yeah. 
we actually talked about them last time because we saw that the Silence album and Winter Hearts Guild was back. It's, it's on uh, Apple Music now. So we're wow. just, me and Gonzo, we're just checking that out and listening to it. So it's pretty cool, man. Hell yeah, I think, definitely. I think for me, uh, I would go with Catatonia, uh, Viva Emptiness. That album is, uh, is pretty dear to my heart, you know what I mean? So yeah. that's one that I could listen to the entirety of it without any issues and getting bored and skipping, you know, that one's pretty, a pretty solid album, you know? Yeah. Uh, and just the, the ideas of it. It's funny because they talk about so many different things and, um, but the whole, uh, melancholic type thing kind of appeals to me a lot. And, um, sort, sort of in a way that they understand how you feel, you know what I mean? And so, like, that's why I, that's why it appeals to me. You know what I mean? It's like they know what you're going through, so it's kind of like a in in, in that situation, you're not alone with what you're listening to. And I know that sounds kind of like a prototypical fucking answer or whatever, but I mean that's the truth of it. You know, that's why I listen to that album. Yeah. So it's like whatever, you, however you're feeling, it's uplifting to me. Yeah, yeah. That that's what I look for most, I guess, when when it comes to listening to an album that that kind of uh i guess touches me in that sort of aspect is yeah. uh how does it make you feel it's got to make you feel good if not then what's the point in even in really true. listening to that's true i mean at that point you're just that sucks when you it's that sucks especially if you can't find something that does that for you uh yeah. and it kind of sucks because i i think i was i don't know if i was i didn't tell you but sometimes i feel like I kind of want to erase my memory and just start discovering stuff over again because yeah. you know we're at that age and, and where we listen to a lot of music dude and sometimes it's hard to get those uh, goosebumps again from bands and stuff because we've already heard it you know yeah. like I could only envy a, a teenager who can you imagine this dude who just barely listened to like Orchid or Morning Rise or yeah. Lounge or Hearse that and the fucking goosebumps those kids are gonna fucking get by listening to that, or or that one teenager who's barely getting into Metallica and they listen to Injustice for All, oh, holy shit, they're in for a treat, you know what I mean? Oh so, yeah, that's one of those albums that you you can't put it down. Like I remember yeah. the first time I heard Injustice for All, it's like I, yeah. you couldn't put it down. Yeah. It was on repeat all the time. Yes. Um, it's one of those albums that you listen to from beginning to end, nonstop. It was just a Dude, fucking, it yeah. was an obsession, is what it yeah. was. So. And if you had good speakers, more power to you, man. Because I, I would think that that, it just kind of boom, 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 like it fucks up speakers, you know? Because it's like it's just <laughs> the sound, dude. It's powerful, man. It's, it's a really it's good sound. Yeah. It's a fucking, I don't know, man, but it's a amazing album. Actually, what we're we're actually gonna do a. A dissection of it. Oh, nice. Uh, nice. So we're gonna do that uh, soon because we're gonna do a Clash of the Titans. That's what we're gonna start doing. So we're gonna dissect a couple albums and then pit them against each other. So we're gonna do and Justice for All, and we're gonna dissect uh, Rust in Peace. 
So, and then we're going to, we're going to put them up against each other, you know? Um, so if you're up for it, we can, uh, cause we're going to, we're all going to be on Skype anyways. So Gonzo's too. So we could just all talk about it together. Oh yeah. <clears throat> so that'd be, that'd be fun. And, uh, yeah, cause I've been thinking of a lot of different ways to kind of, um, engage listeners in other ways and so I'm, I'm coming up with different segments to kind of to, to you know what I mean to do that and kind of just get more out there you know yeah yeah so also so, to break the break the monotony of this whole quarantine thing is like dude exactly. yeah you know we, we we like to be able to get together uh in the same room having some drinks and yeah. you know laughing and conversating but unfortunately we're kind of at a kind yeah. of at a wall here yeah, and especially when everything kind of just spiked. And, I mean, it makes sense, like what uh, you were saying. It's like, well, it's because people are getting tested now. So there's, that's why it's, it's going up in numbers. But the yeah. idea of it is it's how how uh, exponentially you know, how, how it's going up. You know what I mean? It's, so it's interesting how, uh, you know, we're almost at 100 now, which is not even a lot compared to um, some places who have – hundreds and hundreds of cases you know so yeah but still like, the, the, the idea is to keep it at, at a low amount <laughs> like that's the, yeah that, that's the idea is that you don't want it to spread you know what I mean? like in other words it's a good thing that there's not that many so yeah. and that's so one we, thing that i would definitely say that that really pisses me off is like be, between home and work every now and then stopping by at the store just to pick up what i need yeah. um I still see a lot of people like go, going out, you know, walking. They're, yes. they're, they're in groups, you know, yeah. especially at the, at the, uh, at the stores. They're, they take the whole family and it's like, dude, you're, putting everyone there get, you're not, you're not there. It's not a mall. Right. It's not a, a place to gather at, especially mm-hmm. right now when you, know, you can't see what this fucking diseases you know you don't yeah. know if you're gonna touch the wrong countertop and then oh shit you're exposed to it and yeah. then you take it home and and give it to you know your your folks or your 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 kids or whatever or, you know so exactly it's very very aggravating no i agree i agree it's super annoying now i have <clears throat> another question for you but it's gonna be aggravating okay All so right. <laughs> so it says and I guess this is a general question. This one I should have put their name, but I don't have the name anymore. Uh, I just got the question down. It says, considering the music you listen to, are you satanic? Are you guys devil worshippers? So I don't know if you want to take the lead on that one. And uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I. I've got I've got one word I got one word answer for that, and and I'm speaking for myself. Yeah. No. Simply put, yeah. no. I'm not, I'm not a Satanist. I'm not a devil worshiper. Uh, yeah. Do I enjoy the music that you know has that sort of theme or that sound? Definitely. I mean, right. that's that's what metal is about. It's about you know exploring mm-hmm. the like like how Rob Rob Halford said back in the eighties, it's like not everybody wants to listen to songs about love. Yeah, you know, that that's that's every, every song on the radio you hear is it, it's a relationship 
type of yeah. uh, song. Anything and, on top forty. Just, anything on top forty. Most of it is, you know. It, it, it's it's a love song or it's a relationship song, and it gets very very old very very quickly. Taylor Taylor so Swift is guilty of that. No, oh, every song is about a boyfriend. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, right. But but like I said, simply put, for myself, no, I'm not a Satanist. I'm not a devil worshiper. I don't I don't believe in that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll wear pentagrams on my T-shirts or or whatever or things like that. But do I believe in it? Do I worship it? No. Right, and I think that's kind of like the very common question that's always asked that people want to ask us or they have that curiosity they want to ask us maybe when we're out in public and it's kind of like that's the the stupidest fucking thing that you know you could ask because first of all they don't seem to know or understand what true satanism is and and it's very private to those people who practice it they don't just go out and start they don't they don't go store you know shouting and talking about it to people no they keep it to themselves yeah it's uh it's a very personal thing it's you know it's not it's not something for socializing about but i mean i kind of i kind of think about stuff like you know during the 60s and when the there was a huge um a lot of satanic cults during the 60s you know yeah and they were listening to all those fucking flower power bands you know like yeah. What the fuck's up with that shit? You know, like, what well, are you gonna listen to, to all those bands now, and you're gonna call people Satanists now? So are you gonna be calling boomers Satanists because they listen to all that flower power music from the '60s? You know? Yeah. Um, and so it's like, oh, anybody who listens to CCR, he's a Satanist. That's it, you know. So it's some of these questions are, are silly, and the you know they don't make any sense. You know, they they don't have any substance to them you know what i mean so no i i mean again i'll listen to a lot of different music and uh doesn't mean that i'm gonna start burning churches or anything like that you know what i mean right so it's it's, it's silly it's a silly question but uh i just and figured it's definitely, it be... <laughs> it, it's definitely one of those questions that um it, it gets very redundant that's why i laugh you know because it is exactly one of those it comes up a whole lot uh, you know, whether you're at work or, yeah. you know, you, you know, you go around family that you haven't seen in a long time and, you know, you know, just situations like that. And they want to know, they, 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 they're curious and yeah. then they're surprised when, when you tell them, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. You're like, you know what? I'm actually a lot more, uh, normal than you are, you know, like <laughs> a lot more, <laughs> But I mean, it's funny because it's like, when are you gonna get over that shit? You know, when are you gonna outgrow it? And never, probably. If we're we're not close to forty, but we're gonna hit forty in a few years. Yeah, I would say it's it's a, it's a lifer. We're lifers. I would say. Yeah, um. I mean, we 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 we've done it our entire lives, and that's for the most part, that's all we. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it's because there's there's a sense of uh, camaraderie. Uh, there is a sense of uh, something that's so small because not a lot of people listen to it. But 
you know, like it's kind of worth it that way. It's kind of better off. We're, we're better off that way. Can you yeah. imagine if this was just such a huge product that was out there in the mainstream? Like that's sad, dude. That would be sad. Yeah. I don't know if there people could be, handle that. No, I mean, there would be no mystery. Or, I mean, exactly. There's, um, there comes a point um, where sometimes you feel like a certain genre of music has become just way too saturated yeah. and it, it just it, it loses all the, all its luster it loses all its its charm right and that, that's when you just kind of like uh, it's, it's not, not not the fact that it's mainstream but it's no longer something that you can say like oh that's that that's my music that's, that's yeah. my passion it- it doesn't have soul anymore at that point. It's not. It's no, not. It's not a live breathing thing. It's just a product now that they're just to sell. You know. Yeah. That, that's so. That's the. Yeah, it wouldn't work. So. I actually have a new segment, and uh, so kind of bear with me as we go through this segment, right? So it's <laughs> called. It's a pretty. It's we're trying to make it funny, so we'll see if we can. So we have a, uh, it, the segment is called He Probably Listens To. All right. All right. <laughs> so, so, hey, Fabian. What's up? Guess, I just found out that Donald Trump is a metalhead. You know what? I can, I can kind of see it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he uh, he looks like he listens to like fucking slam and like <laughs> you got some uh, slam bands right like yeah um, the gurgly the better you know what I I see Donald Trump I could totally see him wearing like a, <laughs> like a, a flat build a flat build hat with uh, <laughs> With like a fucking epicardiectomy shirt, like total, like just wigger slam. <laughs> so I could see it, and then especially like his, um, like his train of thought. He's <laughs> he's out there, so yeah. I could see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> well, speaking of celebrities who you yeah. know more than likely are metalheads, uh, what about Jason Momoa, man? You know what? I heard he's a metalhead. Yeah. And I, I think, I, I, I think he is. I would say, I would definitely think he is. Yeah, he probably looks, uh, I, I'm pretty sure he probably listens to Walk from Pantera on repeat. Just that, <laughs> like, that's it. Like, that's the only song he'll fucking listen to is Walk. Like, or, he's uh, at the gym. That's he's it. at the gym or, working. That's all he's, like, yeah. jamming just... Like that's the only song he fucking knows, or like five minutes alone, and that's it. Like that's it. Those are the only songs that he that he fucking knows. I, I, <laughs> or this, or this like, love, or this love. <laughs> I would pin him for like more of a, I guess like a Lamb of God type of metalhead. Well, it still has that same Pantera vibe. So yeah, it's a little groovy. Um, he was at the, uh, was it Slayer's last concert? Um, yeah, and he was jamming with Philip from Pantera. Oh and, shit! I didn't... Yeah, and I think they were doing it's either walk or they're doing karaoke, 
And it was Walk, I think, or uh, <laughs> I think it was Walk. Typical song. Yeah, dude, that's song. Like, dude, you're with, you're already with Philip Pantera, dude. Do like Drag the Waters. Do you know Cowboys from Hell at least, dude? Like a, a single along altogether. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I would I would love to do like Medicine Man. Like that'd be a fucking cool song to 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 do. Um, but yeah. So, guess what I heard is also a metalhead. Oh, he's a musician. Post Malone. Post Malone. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've seen, I have seen some posts of him, like hanging out with uh, metal musicians and stuff like that. Right. Um, I well, he did that song with Ozzy as well, which I haven't listened to it, but. Maybe maybe he is a a metalhead. <laughs> I don't know. He probably look. I don't know, dude. He sound like he he looks like he listens to like a like dirty like black metal shit. You know what I mean? Like like really <laughs> grimy, fucking grimy, like cow decapitation type stuff. Really fucking, you know. <laughs> Um, I would say, I would, yeah, like definitely obituary type of stuff, like just like really nasty. Stuff. Yeah, 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 just bleh, that type of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, what about yeah, okay? Yeah. So, I I haven't seen it yet, but I've seen a lot about it, and maybe you're you're maybe you're familiar with it, but right. that uh, what is it that? Uh, Tiger King is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what um, about that guy, the the mullet guy? So Joe Exotic. Is that yeah. is that his name? Joe Exotic. Yeah, he's um he's quite a character. Um, it's a good show actually. It's very it gets juicy, man. It's like fucking like a novella. It's a fucking novella, dude. Like it's uh it's a really good one. Um. I mean, fucking jokes. I, he, that motherfucker. I'm pretty sure he's he bought the special edition of of me and that man or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, <laughs> he bought the special edition of that one, and he owns all David Vincent's fucking country albums and shit. And, um, I would say he, he looks more. I'd say he looks more of like a Bon Jovi type. Yeah, anything like that or uh, like fucking. Molly Hatchet, you know. <laughs> Molly Hatchet. <laughs> Leonard Skinner is too good for him. He won't. He won't. Yeah. He can't. <laughs> I, I Thirty-eight think special. <laughs> Thirty-eight special. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking uh, golden earring or something. Yeah, dude. Again, yeah. Those guys are good though. So. Yeah, they're good. But they're... but he actually has country music, dude. He does country music in the show too. Yes. He's got a lot of albums out. Oh shit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he sings it, but you know, you know our buddy uh, Aldo. He's he's yeah. like super big on those on those songs, because he was like, man, they sound like old old school country songs. Like, yeah, they're they're not they're not bad, but they're funny as hell, dude. Is Just, it like uh, a Wheeler Walker type of thing? Like what? 
like Wheeler Walker Jr. type of thing? Um, it reminded me of like, I, I don't know, I'm not big on country either, so, but it reminded me of like, uh, what's that movie with uh, John Travolta? Um, Urban Cowboy. Oh, okay, okay. So, something like from that soundtrack. Like, like that, uh, 70s, 80s style country? Yeah, eight, 80s and early 90s. Yeah, so it's it's actually pretty enjoyable if you like country, but for me it's just like the uh, it's so cheesy. It's oh my god, super like uber cheesy lyrics and everything. So, but it, that's what makes it funny. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I definitely gotta check it out. I just haven't had a chance to. Yeah, dude, it's actually, funny. It, it's a good show. It's a good show. I mean, I'll definitely check that one out. Yeah, so. Final celebrity for today for the segment. All right. Guess who I found out is a fucking metalhead. Who, bro? Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> and what? guess what he listens to? What? what does he listen to? Biohazard. Because <laughs> <laughs> Bio. it's Tokayo. Uh, Evan Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all he does. Just he's got all these tattoos underneath, and he, we didn't know about, but he's got them. And he's fucking. For, for, he's for fucking listeners, lifting. for listeners that that don't know what the word tocayo means, it's it's uh, it's a Spanish word or Mexican word that basically means someone that you know who has the same name as you. That's the, that's yeah. all it is. Yeah. And in this case, it's his last name, so his Tokayo, fucking Evan. And it's funny because it's like, you can see Jerry Seinfeld just fucking lifting and shit. Like he's in prison and shit, just <laughs> jamming biohazard, you know. I would, say, <laughs> I would say with it, with uh, with his style of comedy and just like to kind of throw people off, I would say he's more like a, a Watane kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking what day? He probably listens to like fucking Devin Townsend. Imagine like uh, since he's a he's a little bit smarter, so he probably listens to shit like yeah. that. Yeah, true. <laughs> Be funny though. You just <laughs> you can just imagine that. Fucking biohazard tales from the heart. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I think my my favorite album is uh, Mataleo. Oh yeah. That's a fucking great album. I remember when I first bought it, I was like looking at it for fucking hours because I couldn't understand what was on the cover. And if you stare close enough, it's a lion eating uh, a man. And it's just, it's like in uh, black and white. Not very visible. It just took me a long time to actually gather. Like, what is it that I'm looking at? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a really good album, man. That's probably like a great example of uh, crossover, you know, metal, punk, hardcore. That uh, it's a fucking outstanding album, man. It's, it definitely it's, has a lot of the, a lot of that East Coast like hardcore borderline sure. metal. But then it's got a lot of punk attitude. You know what I mean? Like punk yeah. riffs and just the way that it's quick. So it's a it's a great album for me of a. Especially if we're driving. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
that's that's definitely uh um something you'd, you'd beat someone's ass to exactly that too man <laughs> like when I'm looking up of like movie soundtracks with like a huge brawl scene yeah and just fucking biohazard <laughs> with seinfeld in the back just <laughs> yeah, who are funny. these people who i are mean they're fighting <laughs> uh yeah dude <laughs> so we have uh actually a serious uh one of the serious parts of our agenda all right so how you know so we're moving on from the segment um and you guys let us know who we could add as celebrities uh that we could talk about right like which celebrities and we'll try to see what bands they've listened to uh we're and obviously we were just joking this isn't real like none of these bands but Probably the only one that's legit is Jason Momoa and Post Malone, uh, yeah. who actually who actually listen to metal. Because yeah, so um, or if or if uh, the listeners know of uh, any actual celebrity metalheads, instead yeah. of something like uh, hypothetical, if like you know yeah. of you know an actual metalhead celebrity, let us know. I know one of the girls from um, Orange Is the New Black. She's a metalhead. She's married heard, to the drummer of Meshuga. I oh shit. Yeah. I, I heard something about like one of the, the one of the cast members being a metalhead. I didn't know mm-hmm. to that extent like where she was yeah. married. She's she's like Hispanic or Puerto Rican or Cuban or something like that. Uh, she's like dark skinned with like long black hair. And yeah, she she played her in real life she's a metalhead. She's always like wearing black and all these cool metal shirts and everything. So I know that one for sure. Uh, but yeah, so we're move on to the next segment really quick. I guess straight up, how's the this virus affected you and like your your uh, your band? Um, is it as I'm sure it's slowed down because you guys are gonna play a show. Um, yeah. So it's slowed. It's kind of slowed things down quite a lot because you guys were on a roll as far as I knew. Yeah. Uh, with the with the band, um, I had uh, like right before everything like just started kicking in with uh, this whole coronavirus thing. Like uh, even before the the whole you know self quarantine, fourteen days, social distancing. Before all of that, uh, well, actually, right before all of that, I had just moved from playing strictly guitar in the band to doing guitar and vocals. While oh, the because the vocalist uh, who was also doing bass, um, he didn't feel comfortable doing vocals and learning the bass parts. So I was like, you know what? I'll step up. That way you can go ahead and focus on the bass. You know, yeah. familiar with uh, with all the you know, because he's he's still pretty new to the bass. Okay. So he wanted to to, to focus on that. So I stepped up. And I was like, I'll, I'll do vocals and guitar at the same time. So, right. and then I had I had just started writing new material for the band, uh, um, and then they came out with this whole thing of uh, uh, we're we're gonna you know slow things down, and everyone's gonna have to stay in their home in their homes for a bit. Right. And that's when I'm like, fuck, okay, well, you know, can we still practice? You know, they didn't want gatherings of I I, I think it okay. was like ten people. Yeah, and now it's neither nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's nothing. 
which is why we're doing the Skype thing. If not, I would have gone over to your place or yeah. you would have come over. We would have done yeah. the show. But, yeah. but unfortunately, we can't. Um, but yeah, I had slowed down the writing process. Uh, of course, uh, the rehearsal. Mm -hmm. uh, um, and we had to cancel shows. So, you know, unfortunately, it's, it slowed things way down. Um, so right now, all we're doing is we're in our own homes. Yeah. Uh, luckily, the uh, the drummer and the bassist, they're brothers, so they live together and they they can jam together, work on stuff like that. Um, the other guitarist, he's actually um, he he's I think he's about to exit the uh, army, and yeah. he's going oh guard, so he's going to be like part time there. Um, so it's going to allow him more time to to write, and as well myself on my free time. I'm 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 here um, in my room writing yeah. stuff and going over you know things like that. Yeah. So the creative the 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 creativity aspect's still there, but unfortunately we can't get together and collaborate and you know say hey well I don't like this part can we change yeah. it or we should do it like things like that. Well, that that's definitely yeah. a good thing way down with the band yeah that could lead into an, that could lead potentially to another song or another part of, an, of another song or whatever and that sucks yeah 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 and it sucks because like you could see the entirety of uh, the entire music business taking take a fucking huge hit and oh, man. everything got like just completely shut down yeah would you guys consider doing a, a live show just record it and then put it out like uh uh, Facebook Live or like uh, we, something in that matter. We we've talked about it and ultimately we we decided we weren't going to do anything like that, uh, just because we want to have a finished product to be able to, you know, play live in front of an audience instead of oh well, you know, I, I'm listening to it on a, on a shitty phone microphone, you know, stuff like yeah. that. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I mean, it'd be cool to just do it on your own privately, and then edit it, and then put it up on Facebook, and then just do it that way instead. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean that 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 could definitely be an idea. You just mic um, everything up really badass, record uh, through a what is it uh, through the monitor? How is it that some people record really well? You can hear everything beautifully, like the mixers and have yeah. like. Yeah. yeah, we could we could definitely do something like that. Um, that that would just have to be like a conversation I have with the guys. But yeah, uh, as yeah, of, as of, now we, we kind of like unanimously said we'll, we'll hold off on that. Yeah, yeah. No, it makes sense. It makes sense too. So now that we're talking about uh, some black metal, yeah, let's uh, let's kind of move with some of your favorite black metal albums, right? Um, yeah. Because we did a few episodes ago, a couple episodes ago, in Gonzo, we did a uh, our favorite, some of our favorite black metal albums. That's That episode wasn't a definitive of what, like, 100%. The only albums that we think are the best are our favorites, because we have a lot of favorites. Yeah. So, and again, we, we said... We're not going to talk about uh, certain black metal albums because we have already deemed them to be masterpieces. 
or at least they already uh, people already know them. They're staples yeah. in a lot of people's uh, homes, or and they listen to those already. So I was thinking uh, the the criteria, I guess, would be like think a little bit outside the box. And um, so uh, go for it, man. You have the mic. All right. Uh, obviously, like you mentioned, there's always going to be the the quintessential uh, black metal bands like uh, Blaze in the Northern Sky, you know, Dark exactly. Throat, exactly. Uh, to the Welkin from Emperor. Those are those are albums that are they're already established in their in their place. Um, I would say some of the albums that I would deem some of the greatest black metal, uh, my favorite black yes. metal albums of all time would be, uh, for, for one, uh, Battle Magic from Balsagoth. Okay. And, it, and, and it's not... That's good. That, that video we saw. Remember? Oh, the, uh, the, the guy who's talking about... Uh, the, 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 the best thing about uh, Balsagoth Battle Magic is the artwork. And yes. He's, and he goes off on and, yeah, and it's, and it's battle, every, magic. Yeah, <laughs> battle magic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, then I, I fucking love that video. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, but yeah. that album is, uh, it, it, it's definitely not your typical black metal album. It sounds nothing like, you know, Demi Borgir or fucking. Sure, sure it's brother. Oh, cheers, brother. Here's some Buffalo Trace right here. I got some vodka. Oh, nice. <sighs> but yeah, um, Balsagoth Battle Magic. Um, it's very different. I would I would say it's borderline even progressive, just because of um, all the different changes. Um, yeah. I don't know if you've ever like. I don't know if you've ever gone out of your way to try to learn a Balsagoth song. But the changes per song are ridiculous. There's like, I would say at least seven parts per song, like different, yeah, yeah. completely. Yeah. And the riffs aren't just power chords with like a melody behind it. It's it's a whole chord progression after chord progression. Right. Um, so it makes it very tricky to to memorize the layout of a song, yeah. and then to play it at with the clarity and the speed that they play at it's definitely very very difficult but when you listen to it it's one of those albums that you sit back and you just zone into the music because it's just so fucking incredible yeah. uh, so I would say definitely Balsagoth Battle Magic would be one of my all time favorites okay. um, uh, another one um, I don't know if this was mentioned I, I, I don't recall if you guys mentioned this one but uh, Marduk World Funeral no we not we didn't cover Marduk just because we felt like they're already well established you know what I mean but okay. that's that's good though yeah yeah because I, I, I know when it comes to Marduk the typical one would be uh, the Grand Dance Macabre yeah, which is yeah. or one of the more popular ones yes. uh, but World Funeral just has just such aggression it's a very, very aggressive uh, black metal album. So, I mean, it, it it definitely has its place. Like, uh, like how you said, like it's one of those quintessential albums. Yeah. But 
I, I, I feel like that would be worth mentioning just because it's, again, not typical black metal sound where it's uh, a battery ripoff or, you know, something yeah. like that, something of that sort. It's just a, 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 a very different style. Um, like okay. I said, very... Um, okay. Another one would be uh, Judas Iscariot. Okay, uh, yes. To uh, the album... Uh, to embrace the corpse's bleeding, um, okay. it does have that typical uh, dissonant, uh, mm-hmm. you know, where it sounds like it's just a boombox with a pillow over it to filter like all the highs and <laughs> lows and whatever. Yeah. But, but the the songwriting, it's 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 just a great fucking black metal album, um, yeah. and it's definitely one of those bands that you don't really hear a lot from. Uh, you know, and you definitely don't see a lot of people wearing T-shirts or patches on. Love, I don't. Love I, I don't really see that very often. Um, I think for me, one of the favorite albums that I had from them was uh, uh, Judeo, Judeo Beast Assassination. I think. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. And and but I don't see that very often because I heard it. Um, I had like downloaded it or whatever, and I don't. It's not on Apple Music. It's not on Spotify. I need to listen to it like on YouTube or whatever. But yeah. again, that's probably one of my more favorite ones. Plus, they have really cool album art too. Their covers are really awesome. Um, so, so that's a that's a good pick, dude. Definitely, thank you. Um, another band that I've really, really gotten uh, gotten into lately is actually a one one man project, and um, and it's and it's definitely one of those bands that you again you don't hear a lot of. Um, and it's uh, Drowning the Light from Australia. Um, Drowning the Light? Drowning the Light. Um, the album I would definitely recommend, I would say, would be one like my favorite from uh, Drowning the Light, would be uh, From the Abyss. Okay. Uh, because it does have that, that, that typical uh, black metal styling, you know, power chords. Yeah, um, yeah finish chords like that as well as the production yeah. uh but it not just that it also has a blend of um like dungeon synth yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it has i that, know exactly like, what you mean yeah it has that like kind of like cheap midi casio yeah. keyboard down to it along with uh you know the power chords and whatnot um and again it's it's a very aggressive album as well uh, and for one guy to do all of this, yeah. um, it's just mind blowing. Cool. So it's definitely like from the beginning, it starts off with uh, with, with the dungeon Sith uh, keyboards, and then it yeah. goes into like just a, a blasting black metal album from like beginning to end. So it's just fucking awesome. <laughs> I need to check that out because I like I like that. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely <clears throat> a big great album. Oh, I had to pause there. It's all good, man. And uh, the last one I would say would be uh, I'm not I'm not sure if you're a fan of, but another one man uh, band would be Zaster. Yeah, I know who they are. It's uh, they're American, no? Or he's American. Yeah, he's he's yeah he's from uh, from California or Oregon. So let me so let me get this straight because there's quite a few one man black metal bands from the U.S. Um, 
and he has special guests, don't he? Uh, because because there's one guy who had the main songwriter from Sonic Youth as the guitarist. Uh, I want to say that's Daster, and I want to say that was probably probably towards the end of the black metal phase of Zester because uh, Zester is still alive. It's still, you know, it's still going, but it's no longer black metal. It's, it's gone in a way more um, acoustic uh, path. So. And I'm not too fond of that, that the kind of style that he, he's going with now. So, yeah, but I would say if he, I want to, I want to say it was Zester that had the, the guest uh, musicians and whatnot. Okay. But uh, the the album that I would definitely recommend, well, not recommend, I would I would say would be one of my favorites is uh, uh, Subliminal Genocide. Um, okay. And that, yeah. I mean, that that's a totally, totally, totally different style of black metal compared to, like, uh, you know, the, the typical uh, immortal Marduk. It disaster is a much it, it, it's it's considered a, a depressive suicide of black men. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does, does deal with a lot of the uh, you know negative feelings, negative emotions. Um, so this this style of music, it's not very, it's not technical at all. As a matter of fact, it's um, a lot of people would say it's very repetitive as far yeah. as the riffs. The um, the songs tend to drag on, yeah. but. The reason for that being, I would say, is because this is the kind of music that, you know, obviously it, it, it you're not gonna, you know, headbang in your room or in the car. Yeah. You're not gonna be blasting it. You're this is the kind of music you're gonna be. Yeah, you sit by yourself and think, and okay. yeah, like it, it's 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 definitely thinking music, and it's it puts yeah. you in that in that um that mindset. Not necessarily, you know, to kill yourself. It's not made to kill yourself. No, no, no. no. But, uh, yeah. but I would say it's made for you to just kind of look at your demons square in the face yeah. and, and decide where you're going to go from here. I mean, there's going to be consequences. Right. So you're, you're staring your demons right in the face and the, this, like, it's not for everybody. Definitely not for right. everybody, especially. If, uh, you know you're trying to escape those demons or you know whatever yeah, yeah. Um, and so it, it it puts you in that kind of mindset so right yeah and I, and I would imagine that it, it, it's repetitive to kind of put you into trance to kind of help yeah to do that because I know I know when I listen to a lot of uh, uh, neo folk music like uh, of the one and the moon they do a lot of the repetition and it, and it just kind of puts you in a fucking you zone out you, know, you kind of just give this trance and just it's just so it's a weird feeling but I, I kind of understand you know it kind of it kind of works in the same way yeah um yeah those were, overall those are fucking great picks I think because um uh, we went uh let's see so my picks and that, and just for for you to see, so you can see the picks that I, uh, the ones that I picked was um, Absu. I did uh, oh, the, 
Uh, I did from Terra. Pain? Yeah, the, from Mapsu. I did Old Man's Child, The Pagan Prosperity. Oh, hell yeah. I have that one right here, actually. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking. Right it's, it's, yeah, it's a fucking, I mean, masterpiece, dude. Uh, I did uh, Diabolical Masquerade, uh, Death's Design. Oh. Nice. Dude, that, that comes out you like a fucking train just out of hell, dude. Oh, yeah. Fucking right, right from the beginning. Uh, uh, and a, then, lot of, yeah, a, a lot of uh, Diabolical Masquerade is just, it's a journey. Yeah. yeah it's a yeah, journey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not. I mean, yeah, you've got, you know, your heavy parts, your aggressive, your. It's a mix you know, of everything, man. Mix of everything, but it's a journey, and it's they're they're fucking virtuosos. These guys, man. So. Yeah, dude. I mean, it was just pretty much the guitars from Catatonia, uh, Cat- Black Blackheim, and Dan Swano a, a little bit. You know, did some work on it. But yeah. I mean, that's outstanding. Uh, the next album was from Ophelambia, the Via Dolorosa album, which was. Uh, Kind of like a super group. You had dudes from Marduk uh, and uh, other other black metal bands. And then one of my other favorite albums, which we've talked about with uh, God Dethroned, the Grand Grimoire. Oh, that's a quintessential Grand uh, God Dethroned album right there. Yeah, yeah. You need. I mean, it's because it's because it's so weird because they have this whole black metal element, but they're also like kind of like melodic death a little bit, you know. And and they're like have this they crossed in between everything uh, and that's you know why what? I think they're, yeah. they're perfect the the Grand Grimoire reminds me a lot of the uh, very very early uh, Amon Amarth album yes albums. One Cent from the Golden Hall yeah One Cent from the Golden Hall uh, remind, it reminds me of that vibe that same, it, it has the it, same it, sort of guitar riffs you know yeah um, or like, or like, maybe the 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 harmonizing of the guitars, of the riffs, or whatever it is. But it has that really cool tone. I know exactly what you're talking about because they do. They would be just go hand in hand together. You know what I mean? Yeah, those two albums you could literally put them side by. And not that they sound the same, right. but. You play one and immediately you can play the other one and you're just like, oh, this is it's more of yeah. more, you know. Yeah, it's exactly. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, I could. When you said it, I was like, fuck yeah, I know exactly what you mean, dude. Yeah. So, good point, man. I didn't even think about that. Um, <laughs> my honorable mentions that I didn't bring up were Roddy Christ, the uh, tri- the Triarchy of Lust Lovers. Yeah, hell yeah. A great album. Uh, Emperor, Equilibrium, Ninth Equilibrium. Uh, but again, that's already, I think it's a, established as a classic. Uh, yeah. Immortal, At the Heart of Winter. Oh, yeah. Which... Yeah, those, those are did, albums that, that... Those albums are already legendary. They're yeah. Fucking like... Yeah, exactly. That's why I kind of like... They're honorable mentions, just in case. Um, and I think I don't know if you read in the news, the uh, artist was arrested for murdering his dad or some shit. For uh, the guy who did at the heart of winter. What? Yeah. It was like 
yesterday, I think, the, it came out that he was arrested for uh, killing, I don't know, it was his wife or his dad. So, wow. That was interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was actually uh, going to say really quick, um, for some of you guys, if you want a couple of free metal concerts in HD, if you have that Tubi, do you have Tubi, the app? Yeah, I have it on the two smart TVs downstairs, but yeah, yeah, dude, I got it. Dude, they have a 2018-19 King Diamond concert. It's like two hours. Wow. Yeah, yeah. They have a Anthrax from Scotland, live, no, live in London, 2018-19. That's like another two hours. And then they have an Amana Marth from Summer Breeze. That's like three hours. And they're, they're just, you, you don't even have to, you just go to the music section and they're there. And there's a lot of rock, there's a lot of rock uh, concerts. Um, I saw like um, uh, ZZ Top. I saw like Blue October. I saw fucking... Uh, Leonard Skinner and I saw just a bunch of rock and roll bands, rock bands, and then some of the metal bands were there. That I can tell you for sure, uh, Amanda Marth, Anthrax, and King Diamond, and they're amazing. And it's so funny because if you put, if you put a uh, subtitles, you can read the lyrics while they're singing it. Like, oh, cool! It's pretty, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. You're like, just in case you didn't know what they're fucking saying. You can read it, and it's 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 fucking awesome, dude. It's legit, man. Um, I'll pick it up probably later tonight, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that's what I was doing yesterday, the other day, uh, when I was texting you. I was watching uh, all three of them, and they sound, dude. They're in HD, man. Beautiful, man. Nice. Um, I was checking out the Amado Marth one, dude. That's the one you gotta check out. Dude. It's good, because that one's straight yeah. up just. I'm on a Marth was the last band I took my wife to go see, actually. Yeah. Yeah, so see, it'd be good, man, to kind of yeah. to check it out at home. Because uh, it's, again, you don't have to do anything. You just, you, you just go straight up to Tubi and then go to Categories and then go to the Music Category, and you'll find them there. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So that's for everybody, too, man, because you didn't know that. And if you're stuck at home and just want something free to check out, there's something you'll check out. And they have a lot of good uh, B-movies, too, man, like horror flicks on Tubi. Tubi's, like, legit, dude. They have a lot of good movies, man. So, I want to say, because I, I, I've browsed through it before, and I, I want to say they have some of, like, the Beverly Hills Cop movies. I think uh, I remember seeing something like that. And I think they might have, um, uh, like short circuit, all, all, all those older yeah. movies, right? Yeah, but probably... they have, but they have also. I mean, they have a lot of good movies. But you know what? The only sacrifice is every what twenty five minutes you get a commercial. But it's like uh, it's it's, it's like bad. one commercial. No, it's yeah. not bad because it was one commercial. Um, for Amada Marth, it was like every four or five songs. Oh, one so commercial. No, oh, it's it's pretty cool actually. So it's it's not that bad, and so there's a lot of cool movies on there that, but yeah, Tubi is a one of those things that I recommend. I'm just saying it because there's a lot of cool concerts, 
And there's a lot of people out there that are just stuck at home, you know. And if you don't know how it's spelled, it's T-U-B-I. Um, obviously, I'm not affiliated with them or anything. I'm just just a heads up, you know what I mean? Just a friendly heads up. Um, and so, again, like, I kind of I kind of wanted you to, to be up to date with a lot of different episodes that we have been doing, right? So that's yeah. why some of, the, some of the questions that I've asked you, that's why... Uh, with your top five favorite black metal albums. But what are some video games that you think are... A metalhead is more likely to play. And I'm not saying these are games just for metalheads, right? It's more like in the... A metalhead is more likely to play these games. That's kind of like what I'm getting at. All right. Uh, um... Right, right, right out the door. One of my favorites is uh, Shadow Mordor, Lord of the Rings. Okay, you know? okay. Um, or, yeah, we, or we pretty much anything Lord of the Rings on when it comes to the yeah. movie, video games, books, whatever. Anything Lord of the Rings, but this one in particular, Shadow of Mordor. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's just it. If you know heavy metal lore. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the history, you know, you listen to bands like Iron Maiden, uh, Dio, they have these sort of uh, influences. So, right. I mean, this, this is just kind of an extension. So I would say definitely Shadow of Mordor would be one of those metalhead video games. Okay, I know which one. I haven't played it, but I know which one it is. So uh, I know it's on the PS3, it's on the PS4. Pretty sure. I have it on, uh, I have it on 360, actually. Okay. So, so yeah. So yeah. I know it's on the PS3 and PS4. I know they've done it. What other games? Another, uh, I, I guess, with the same type of, uh, you know, medieval uh, role-playing theme would be Skyrim. Um, yes. It definitely has. Uh, well, there's battles. There's magic. <laughs> battle magic. So uh, battle magic. Um, yeah. But yeah, Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talked about that one for sure. We talked about Skyrim because it just lends itself to it, right? Just the idea of of having kind of like a built-in language through the dragons and stuff like that, and um, it's just so Lord of the Rings kind of lore, you know what I mean? And yeah. I think that's great because it gets people to just be curious, man. Because you're like, oh, I see a hill over there. Or I see that mountain. You know what? You can go to that fucking mountain. You can go to that hill. You can do whatever the fuck you want, you know. And and I love the idea of just the freedom that you get. You play however you want to play. You want to be a dick. You want to be a stealthy. You want to be just Lancelot and just fucking axe everybody and kill everybody, you know. Just however. But, yeah, that's a great one. We, we, did, we did talk about uh, uh, Skyrim. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, another one definitely, like especially like when you bring up, uh, you know, when you brought up the topic of, you know, are you, are you satanic? Are you a devil worshiper? Uh, again, no. But a game <laughs> that would side with that yeah. uh, would be, and excuse all the faults with this game, but I would say Agony. Oh, okay, I know which one. You know, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and hell, and you, yeah. you see a demon like baby skulls and stuff like that so yeah. um and it's got that kind of uh horror uh mm-hmm. kind of 
aspect to it as well. Um, it's yeah, funny that, too that, because we uh, uh, we're talking about Doom, you know. Yeah. So, kind of has a lot of cool heavy metal music to it, and but yeah, so Agony kind of has uh, it kind of goes into that world, right? The same sort of yeah. world of, of demons and whatnot. Demons, um, the the whole it, it's a very very dark game. Yeah. Uh, and of course, there's a lot of heavy metal that's based on stuff like that. So. For sure. Let's see. Do you have another one or not? You good? Um, I I think that that would be like just top top three okay. like that just fine. So so um, check this out. These are the ones we talked about, and this one's uh, just off my list. So you know, kind of Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely right. Final, I think Final Fantasy is a perfect, uh, great for battle hits. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I would say nearly nearly any role playing. I mean, you're like Lunar, Chrono Trigger. Yeah, Chrono Trigger. Uh, yeah. yeah, like you said, Final Fantasy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, those those are typical. I mean, if you think about it. A lot of metalheads, in reality, are nerds. Absolutely, that's what I've always said, dude. I mean, and it goes down in history. Look at these fuckers and 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 you know Varg and Euronymous and all these fuckers. They were D and D nerds, dude. When yeah. Because when it comes down to it, they were Dungeons and Dragons fucking nerds, dude. I mean, that's what they were. I mean, and then they they were already reading apparently Lord of the Rings or any of the series from Tolkien. You know, because that's how they got their names, the band names, whatever. And it's like, yeah. it's fucking nerd. It's for nerds, dude. That's what we are, man. Um, yeah. Nerds probably can kick your ass, but still, like, we're nerds, you know? So, I mean, that's yeah. the only different thing. And that's true, man. Um, I also mentioned Grand Theft Auto. I think it's a great game for metalheads, you know? It's a, they have a lot of cool music in it. It's got some metal soundtracks to it. Awesome. But, Car- uh, yeah, going around and being a fucking hoodlum, it's fun, you know? <laughs> uh, well, I'm getting in trouble, you know? <laughs> uh, the Metal Gear series, too, I felt was a great fucking game for metalheads, you know? Yeah. It's, uh... I don't know, I just kind of feel like it, it kind of... Uh, they're just a classic. They're, they're classic games, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah good, good, good picks, dude. Because you, you kind of went into the, you you dove in headfirst and some good picks there. Uh, <laughs> let's see. So this is what we're going to do in the future, but I just wanted to get your idea. Okay. Because uh, we're, cause we're going to make it a full-fledged episode. Uh, but I was thinking, who, who do you think has some of the coolest mascots in metal? Uh... I'm curious, yeah, I'm curious because they kind of represent the band, but it's like people get tattoos, you know, they're on album covers, they're kind of like, they kind of represent the band, you know, and yeah. you, you want a cool one, you don't want something that's fucking lame, 
you know, that's like boring. So you want a cool, a cool mascot. Yeah. Um, do you have uh, just off the top of your head or whatever? Do you think some? What are which bands have some of the cooler ones? All right. Um, and, see, and, and, and hold on, and let's see if we kind of uh, make the same picks, okay? Okay, okay. Well, I mean, automatically, I mean, without mention, you've got Iron Maiden, who, who has uh, uh, Eddie. Uh, right. uh, you've got Megadeth right. uh, with uh, Vic Rattlehead. Vic Rattlehead. Uh, and, uh, but one that really doesn't get a whole lot of mention, I would say, um, and, and of course, I'll, uh, you see him everywhere. I, I don't know his name, but Dio's mascot. Yeah, it, it's what I was thinking about. I was literally <laughs> thinking of this fucking guy, dude. I don't know his name either. He's just the, the guy who, who supposedly... Uh, is drowning the priest or whatever? Yeah, but he comes out in all of the the deal albums pretty much. Um, I don't think he comes out in uh, Killing the Dragon, but he comes out in pretty much all the covers. Um, yeah, that's a fucking great, 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 great fucking mascot. And I just I just looked it up as a matter of fact. Uh, he yeah. does have a name. Uh, his name is uh, Murray Murray. That's right. What's yeah. Again? Say it again. Murray, Murray, M U R R A Y, M U R R E Y. So it's Murray, Murray. Murray, Murray. It's like the dude from Iron Maiden. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, there you go. That's what I needed. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so, so Murray, and, and another then another mask that I would definitely say. Uh, who is uh, I would say uh, a more underrated band would be uh, Set Abomine from Iced Earth. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, he's uh, obviously you see him on all the all, same, same as any uh, pretty much any other mascot. Yeah, he's on all the albums. You look at the record, you know what you're getting. Yeah. You know, so and uh, he's very recognizable. So yeah. Ooh, that's an excellent pick, dude. And I, I want to, I want to say, uh, ah, fuck it. I can't think of the uh, the artist's name, but I want to say it's the same guy who does uh, uh, Lady Death and uh, Purgatory comics. Uh, the the guy who did Spot or. Was it Isn't Spawn? It? Yeah, I think it's the guy who did Spawn. I think. Let's see. The artist for... Uh, which album are we talking about? Let's see. Ice Earth? Uh, well, right here it says uh, Greg Capullo. Yeah. That's, that's the only thing I can see. Yeah, it was because they had they had new and then they had uh Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, damn it. I forgot. But yeah, that is uh, definitely one one of those one of those mascots. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree for you. For for the most part, that's like one of my like easily recognizable ones for sure. Um, I think the the jester head from In Flames is a good oh, oh, yeah. mascot. It's a silly mascot. It's always been uh, a mystery to me, though. Why a fucking jester head? That's always been strange. But you know who it is. Like, yeah. easily you know who the fuck it is. He's like... Um, yeah, he's like a symbol for the band. Like, yeah. even though they... He's not on, uh, on all the albums. Yeah. But... You see him and you're like, oh, that's that's fucking in flames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a question though. Um, what do you say are, are are some of the uh, <clears throat> some? Oh, here's another one. The fucking pumpkin from Halloween. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's an owl. Fucking things. Does what all- about uh what about the the misfits? Do they have an officially? Like that skull is that their mascot officially? Yeah, yeah, the uh, the crimson ghost. That's right, the crimson ghost, right? Yeah. So the so I would say that's like super hardcore, identifiable with the misfits. Like oh yeah, definitely. I mean, not not only is he the not only he's, is he the mascot, but he's also pretty much their logo at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's who they are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the same thing goes with Danzig, that fucking skull with the horns and shit, dude. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, just so the same thing, like you were saying, dude. The same thing, um, for sure, was easily Vic Rattlehead, easily Eddie. Um, those were my primary picks. So I'm trying to think. Ah, I don't know. We, but. Probably the best, and I forgot his name, but I, I'm looking at it now. So easily, I think probably a little bit more recognizable than the Crimson Ghost is uh, Snaggletooth from Motorhead. So yeah, yeah, Snaggletooth, and I fucking love the name. Um, I think that's probably my most, my favorite one. Uh, I would, because I would have to think so, yeah. He kind of has that, uh, uh, it's very aggressive. Uh, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's, I mean, come on, dude. I would love to get my whole arm or leg tattooed where it's just all these guys. You know what I mean? You yeah. Have, you have Murray, you have Vic Rattlehead, you have Snaggletooth, you fucking have all these. Oh, dude, that'd be fucking badass, dude. It'd, it'd be expensive, but that'd be a fucking great tattoo. <laughs> that yeah, that'd be an awesome tattoo, like a collage of all the uh, the, the metal mascots. That'd be yeah, awesome. Dude. Oh my god, it'd be fucking so expensive though, man. Yeah, yeah. All that Mender. detail. Yeah, I mean, cause look, if, and your arm, it's a sleeve. You don't have a lot of work with. You got to put them all in there. But yeah. on your on your leg, you could just psh, have that. Yeah, just. Go man, that's pretty cool. So that that is actually we're gonna we're gonna 
ultimately make it into a full, fully fleshed uh, episode. Uh, I just kind of wanted to get your idea on like what you, some of your favorite uh, mascots. I know there's, excuse me, there's hundreds of them out there, man. And I know that there's, you know, like the guy from Anthrax. Oh, what, what's his name? What's his name? Um, not me? Or no? Hold on. What is his name? Not, not man. Not the, man. Not, yeah. Not man. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah, he's got a... He kind of looks like a scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, there's a bunch of them out there. Um, yeah. So, hopefully we'll... Uh, if uh, if you're up for it in the next ones, we'll we'll do it. Cause uh, so the next album, the next album, the next episode we're gonna do is a uh, uh, rust in peace dissection, and then from there we're gonna either do. So we're we're not trying to make it. We'll see. We'll we'll plan it out, but for sure it's rust in peace, and then we're gonna do. And Justice Fraud. So, yeah. which one? I mean, if you want to join in on both, great. But we're gonna we're gonna do rest in peace tomorrow. I think All tomorrow right. we're tomorrow or Sunday. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So that, that just depends. It's up to you, man. Oh yeah. I just hope this whole fucking coronavirus thing blows over, so we can actually get together the three of us and fucking yeah. Not not just talk, but fucking hang out and everything. You know? yeah. yeah, it's been it's been it's been a minute, man. It's been quite a long time. <laughs> I could just I, I could just imagine how uh, how stressful it is for you, like uh, like trying to trying to you know come up with uh, content so yeah. people can you know continue to follow, uh, stay yeah. up to date, whatever whatever you know is going on with the podcast and everything, and at right. the same time just make it entertaining as well. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, exactly. Uh, it's it's a little bit difficult. It's a little different, uh, and also it's kind of strange because uh, there's been a decline in listens because a lot of people are not listening to podcasts because they're listening to it on the way to work or uh, when they're and their commute. Yeah, and so a lot of yeah. listens are going down, you know, and it's interesting how that how that works. It's weird. You would think that'd go up, but it's not, you know. So, That's true. I never, I never looked at it in that aspect. Like, yeah, like whenever yeah. I listen to podcasts, I'm on my way to work or I'm on yeah. my way back home from work. Yeah, I'm driving somewhere. It's usually that, you know. So this kind of sucks, but it's, you know, it is what it is. But um, I think the the one of the final things is uh, I just want to give you a little bit of free reign, talk about your band, some uh, okay. people in it, influences, uh, and upcoming plans. Okay. Um, well, the name of the band is uh, Reino Caído, uh, which is, uh, you know, Spanish. It, it is uh, Mexican-based uh, black metal. Okay. Uh, Reino Caído means the translation is uh, Fallen Kingdom. Right. So that you know, that's where we get the uh, the name for uh, the name from. Um, Consists of myself. I, I do have a stage name, uh, Belzav. 
B B E L Z A V. Um, there's also uh, our our other guitarist. Uh, he he goes by the name of uh, Holocausto. Okay, that's um, cool. Holocaust, <laughs> but in in, yeah. in Spanish. Holocausto. Uh, then you have uh, our drummer Orc, simply Orc, yeah. like from fucking Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And and then you have uh, uh, Black uh, on bass. So so that that would be us. Um, some of the uh, well, the, the two the two brothers, the the drummer and the bass player. Uh, they're I don't know if you recall the uh, the band uh, uh, Genocide of Bukon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's those guys. Um, they had asked me um, a few months ago uh, to see if uh, you know if I'd be interested in, in jamming with them. I'm like hell yeah, dude! I've been wanting to jam with you for. For for freaking a long time, you yeah. know. Um, and like I said, just recently I I moved from just strictly guitar to doing vocals as well. Um, a lot of the themes have to do with um, basically uh, a war on organized religion, and we okay. say war because it's 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 very aggressive music. Yeah. Um. Uh, it's not typical. Um, you know, uh, immortal or dark throne sounding riffs. It's a, it's a little bit. It's got a little bit more death metal in it. Yeah. Um, um, not just riff wise, but as well as the vocals. They're not typical screechy black metal vocals. They're yeah. a little bit more growly. So, so, so the guitar is a little bit more chunky. Uh, uh, more... Not necessarily chunky, uh, but like I said, aggressive. Um, yeah. Uh, I say you have a little bit of the 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 Marduk Watain kind of uh, guitar okay. uh, yeah. guitar uh, tones. Right. Uh, uh, the drums they they're not all blasts. Yeah. Um, you do have uh, you know you do have like those uh, the the one two style beats. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess I, I I would say the drums are very reminiscent of like Dark Throat, okay. So that that kind of stuff. So definitely adds to the to the aggression. Uh, for the time being, we agreed we're not going to be doing uh, 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 we're not going to be incorporating any like uh, symphonic aspect or or even keyboards, um, simply just to keep the aggression right. and to to keep the music straight to the point. Yeah, as as opposed to like a long intro and then it gets to the song, which right. is there to just to 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 fucking murder on stage basically. Right. So. Yeah. Any uh, covers? Uh, we did do one cover uh, from Beherit. Uh, oh song shit! One, okay. Oh uh, yeah, we did uh, Gate of Nana, um, which is um, it, it is a bit of a repetitive song, but it's definitely one of those uh cult classic black metal songs okay that's pretty cool um aside from that um yeah just uh like unfortunately with this whole coronavirus thing it interrupted uh the 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 writing process the practicing the gigging and as well as the the recording, because we we're actually supposed to start setting up for recording this month 
Um, but Damn. we can't yeah. do that right now. Yeah. That sucks. But, but, um, if, I mean, yeah. if anything, it sharpen your gives you time to sharpen your riffs, you know, to make it better. So yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, I'm still here. Uh, I've got four guitars right here that I can I can write stuff on to them. Yeah. Um, it's not it's not letting down in that department the the writing aspect, but unfortunately we can't get together and collaborate. And, yeah, and you know, that's the most frustrating part. I bet. Yeah. That you can't can't do anything. Yeah. Stuck in limbo. But, uh, yeah, man, it's fucking horrible. <laughs> I mean, what can you do? I mean, I I, I just wish people. I mean, especially in our city, um, you've you've seen it where everyone is still out there, carrying on with their lives as if nothing's going on. You know. They're um, and, they're. Uh, I have rights. I have rights. Yeah. I have freedom. We're not. Oh, that's so aggravating because like. No one is debating that, bro. Just don't go yeah, outside. No, no one's trying to infringe on your rights. No one's trying yeah. to take them away. Not even that, but right? It's, it's, even if you believe in the whole uh, conspiracy theory aspect of it where uh, it's a new world order, it, even if it's that, even if that, that's, that's, that's what you believe, there's got to be a little bit of uh, a, a little bit of that um, – Hey, well, what if, you know, what if it's, it is real better to be safe than sorry. I mean, yeah. it may, maybe that might be like, uh, um, I guess like a, like a giving up type of uh, mentality, but at the same time, you, you don't know because you don't have it. Yeah. But obviously other people do. If not, we wouldn't be in this predicament. Yeah. And it's like, when people are saying, like, oh, well, there's nothing here, there's nothing here, you got to fucking keep it that way. That doesn't mean that it's okay for you to go out. That just means you guys are doing a good job. Just just fucking stay home and just don't do anything. And wash your hands. Fucking don't be a disgusting bitch, man. Yeah. Fucking wash your hands. Wash, wash your, your hands, hands, you nasties. Like, that's, that's, that's what it comes down to. That's one thing I I, uh, I heard. Uh, I, I forgot who it was, but somebody did an observation, especially like uh, I think this took place at an airport where after this whole coronavirus thing, they never seen so many people actually wash their hands after using their, after taking a piss <laughs> or a shit in the restaurant. That's scary, dude. Because before, yeah. how many did wash their hands then beforehand? Because I always did. So I always did. It's curious. How I'm curious many? about that. But I've I've been to restaurants. I've been to bars where you, you go take a piss, and the guy next to you just zips up his zipper and walks out. Yeah, yeah, dude, <laughs> all the time. And I'm like, oh shit, okay, that's weird. So, I'm, not, I'm not gonna talk to that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, it sucks, but take the time, take care of yourselves, because I mean, what if it? What if this thing is real and? Maybe you're not, you know, you're not experiencing any symptoms, but you can carry it to your fucking mom. Yes, exactly. You know. Yeah. So. That's exactly the whole point. Is don't be selfish. Just because you could be able to handle it, others might not. So. Just might not. That's not cool. And I mean, let let's just face it. Um, this this thing is not going to discriminate. Exactly. 
doesn't matter, man. So what I was going to tell you is uh, <clears throat> hopefully you'll be on for the next uh, couple of episodes. If, if not, for sure, try to join the And Justice for All episode. But one yeah. thing is uh, hopefully once everything clears out and you guys are recording and do everything, let me know. We'll do another episode. <clears throat> we'll do a follow-up episode and we'll put your music on, dude. Hell yeah, man. That way, Hell yeah. That, way, that way everybody can take a look and listen to it. Hell yeah, man. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know what's going on as far as, uh, you know, the that those sort of uh, de- developments. Um, but, yeah, well, we'll just uh, play by ear. Sounds good. Well, all right, you guys. Thank you for joining us for episode 48 of That Metal Podcast. I'm Wolfman and Dave again with my homie. Fabian. That's right. So, buy the ticket. Take the fucking ride. Take the ride, brother. Have a good one, brother. Love you, man. Love you, man.